Good morning, my friend. The Marketplace of Ideas is open. It's great to have you along. Welcome to the Greg Belfred Show. Wow, just explosive testimony yesterday in the Georgia case, the Fulton County District's uh, District Attorney's Office. Oh, man, it looks like it. <laughs> it was imploding yesterday. So we saw testimony uh, by both Nathan Wade and then Fannie Willis who is the Fulton County District Attorney, and she went up to the stand, and it was with a head full of steam. Uh, and there's no other way to describe it. So there were some, let's go to the Hill. Hill's got a story this morning, the Hill. And they said five revelations from the explosive Fannie Willis hearing in Georgia. So they go through them. Fannie Willis starts out uh, uh, testifying at the start of her testimony. She railed against uh, the attorney, uh, Ashley Merchant, for filing what she called a dishonest motion to disqualify her, uh, accusing Merchant of spreading lies and implying that she slept with Wade the first day she met with him. And she said, when someone lies on you, it's highly offensive, she said. Now, um, you and I know that to be true. Ask Donald Trump. (laughs) Isn't this amazing? This is worth discussing later this morning. Seriously, isn't this amazing? When someone lies on you, it's highly offensive. You think? Yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) The hypocrisy of these people knows no bounds. So there was another line of questioning uh, about whether Willis and Wade then cohabitated, and that made her angry. She grabbed a stack of exhibits in both hands, shaking them and repeating, It's a lie! It's a lie! She said. Oh, she was hot. She was hot. During this, uh, also the timeline of the relationship between Willis and Wade is uh, one of those things that have been discussed. Both of them had uh, been saying that, um, you know, the relationship uh, started, what, 2022, and uh, no, there was an ev- uh, a witness who was produced who said no actually began in 2019, prior to the time that they said it did. And there was a witness saying that. So reactions to that. Also some dispute over when their relationship ended. So, again, it was um, a friend, um, Robin Yurti, probably not a friend any longer, but Robin Yurti had met Willis in Congress, or excuse me, in, in college rather, and she testified. No, she started the romantic relationship with Wade in 2019, and three years then prior to when the prosecutor said they began dating. 
And then Willis said, well, she and Yurdy would party together in college, but they're no longer friends. And Yurdy agreed with that. She said the two no longer spoke. She testified that their friendship ended after a situation happened. Well, that's as clear as mud. When she was working for the district attorney's office, and it resulted in an ultimatum, either you resign or be fired. And so Yurdy was asked, you have no doubt that their romantic relationship was in effect from 2019 until the last time you spoke with her? No doubt, she said. So other big uh, uh, takeaways, um, Nathan Wade was being questioned. He disputed the defense claim that he lied in his divorce filings. What credibility did these two watch? Did you watch any of this yesterday? What credibility do they have? It's, it's what it boils down to. So what kind of credibility do they have? And the Guardian's asking the question. It's a great one. After the hearing yesterday, can Fannie Willis regain control of the Trump case? And I thought, well, that's a great question. We'll talk about that. And I'd welcome your thoughts this morning. If you've got time to drop me an email, please do. Greg.Belfridge at kello.com, K-E-L-O.com. So it's Greg.Belfridge at K-E-L-O.com. So that is just a uh, huge story. Um Fannie Willis was visibly upset, and originally she wanted she did not want to take the witness stand, but she clearly did not shy away from it yesterday. I mean, she she came up and she was, and she started out, get raising her papers as I was saying, raising her papers in front of her. It's a lie. It's a lie. And then she said at one point, "Do you think I'm on trial?" These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial no matter how hard you try to put me on trial, she said. And then she said of uh, the defense attorney, Ashley Merchant, she said, Merchant's interests are contrary to democracy. (laughs) Oh, you have got to be kidding. I mean, seriously. Oh, what a joke. What an absolute joke. So it sure like it sure looked now I'm not a lawyer. This is not a legal opinion. I'm just an observer of events, my friend. An observer of events, and as I watched yesterday, I thought, well that looks remarkably like a fireball <laughs> going down in flames. Oh, it's just so Willis at one point getting upset. Don't get cute with me. She says she she just. I mean, uh, did she come off as likable? (laughs) (laughs) I'd say uh, hell no. (laughs) So. 
Donald Trump responding to to this uh, yesterday, and Trump said, it's game over, is what Trump said. And then he posted to uh, True Social, he said, MSNBC just, just started game over for the fake Fannie Willis case in Georgia. Now, some of the folks at MSNBC have been, ew, not good. Not good, it's over. That's MSNBC where they're saying that. That's not conservative talk radio. Well, we've been saying it too, I think, but I really have taken a wait and see. Let's let's wait and see how this unfolds. So Trump responding on uh, True Social, MSNBC just started game over for the fake Fannie Willis case in Georgia Another scam coordinated with the Biden White House for purposes of election interference, he said. And then Jim Jordan, who is the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, as you know, he's opened an investigation into whether Willis' office was using federal funds to prosecute Trump. And he said on X, your tax dollars shouldn't be used to pay for Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade to take a vacation. And they certainly shouldn't be used to target their political rival, President Trump. Among the many reactions, uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia said that Willis should be criminally investigated And she said, this is exactly why I filed my ethics complaint against Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade. Fannie Willis admits she has no proof that she reimbursed Nathan Wade for their lavish vacations, but paid paid rent via an app, she says. And there are others responding to this. It's just, uh, it's, it's pretty amazing. Now, while we're talking about Donald Trump, Donald Trump will stand trial on criminal charges after a New York judge yesterday set a trial date for March 25th. Trump wanted it delayed. Trump wanted to push it back. Trump has been pushing for a lot of delays. And um, it was Justice One uh, Merchan's ruling during a hearing in Manhattan, it means that Trump will stand trial in at least one of the four criminal cases. So then the question becomes, how long will it be? The The judge had said the trial could last five or six weeks, ending in late April or early May, and Trump would have to be there in this case. You know, in some of these cases, Donald Trump does not need to actually be present. In this one, he would. Trump would have to be present. So the issue then becomes you're pulling Donald Trump off the campaign trail, and Trump is very concerned about that. The, you know, Trump said they want to keep me nice and busy so I can't campaign, Trump said. Trump's lawyer told the judge during the hearing that. It wouldn't be fair for him to stand trial while running for president. Shouldn't happen in this country, he said. 
And the judge said, that's not a legal argument. I'll see you on March 25th. So that happened yesterday. While we're talking about Trump, um, did you see uh, there's Donald Trump apparently is under consideration to deliver the Republican response to the president's State of the Union message. Two sources told NBC News that Trump himself has discussed the matter, but they said that Trump is leaning against doing the speech. So Speaker Mike Johnson and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell have the final say in who will uh, deliver the, uh, the address. So Trump campaign senior advisor Jason Miller told NBC, he said, uh, there are no plans at this time for Trump to deliver the response. And he said, proves fake news will literally run anything based on their own imaginations. But there are others who are saying, yeah, Trump ought to do it. Trump ought to give the Republican response to Joe Biden's State of the Union speech. We were talking a little bit there, and at least I've got to say, I've got a better understanding today of what's going on and the issue of this, uh, the Russian nuclear uh, space weapon. John Kirby, who is the White House National Security Spokesperson, was talking about this. Again, this this is after um, a member of Congress had had brought up the issue and say, saying we've got to declassify some of this information to be able to discuss this and talk about it. And it wasn't clear to me early yesterday morning what it was he was referring to. I think now we've got a better idea. John Kirby said. This is over an anti-satellite capability that Russia is developing. Those were Kirby's words. However, Kirby would not talk about details of the weapon, whether it was nuclear. And he said it was very, very clear it, it is not a device that could be used to attack people on Earth or cause physical destruction here on Earth. But it would be an issue then to America's satellites. I don't have to tell you how much we rely on our satellites for a host of different things. Gary Bingen is the director of the Aerospace Security Project. And she said, space and its capabilities enable our daily lives. Everything from navigation, position information, whether in our cars, on our cell phones, using GPS, weather forecasting, even TV broadcasts, the agricultural uh, sector leverages GPS, shipping, and transportation. She said it is integral to our daily uh, lives, and much of that could be put at risk. So there is, among many, uh, great concern over Russia because you get Russia up there and they've got a satellite and they start launching attacks against America's 
satellites, it can become a very big issue pretty quickly. There's more information also this morning about the uh, Kansas City Chiefs parade shooting. Police saying that uh, two youngsters are among the three that were arrested. I think one person has been released. Or, um, I don't want to misspeak, they said two of the three suspects are juveniles. And the police chief saying, you know, we have subjects that are detained. We're working to determine the involvement of others. It should be noted that we have recovered several firearms. This incident is still a very active investigation. So no one charged yet. Now, again, this this was uh, as of as of yesterday. And Stacy Graves, who's the police chief of Kansas City, held a news conference yesterday to update the the media. And again, emphasizing we've not charged them yet. This is still under investigation. We do have 24 hours until we have to either file charges or release them. And then she talked about working with uh, with other agencies to determine what's going on. So the there are two minors who are responsible for that. There are other stories that um, regarding this that there was a young woman on the scene who was heard saying, not here, not here. No, in other, to these, apparently it was some disagreement between these two. And so she was say, saying, not here, not here. So it wasn't, in a, by design, they did not go and seek out a crowd at the chief's, you know, parade. Some disagreement between the two is what we're learning. Other big stories this morning. The um, Biden DOJ has arrested a former FBI informant. He's the person who said that Biden took bribes from that Ukrainian energy company. He was arrested yesterday at the Harry Reid International Airport in Las Vegas. So a 43-year-old man, Uh, he's been a a former FBI informant, and now DOJ is saying that he lied about the president's role in his business dealings. And the informant has been identified as uh, Alexander Smirnoff, So he provided testimony to House Republicans and their investigation into the Biden family's foreign business dealings. He said that Burisma executives paid Biden and Hunter Biden $5 million each to have a Ukrainian prosecutor fired. Well, now this man himself is under arrest. And that's a look at the big stories this morning. 